Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you. Wherever you happen to be right now, this is episode number 17 of the Results Matter podcast. I'm Mike Voris, and I help business leaders, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals become measurably more successful. Job seekers claim to want it, employers promise to offer it, but what do I think about work-life balance? Well, I think it's an illusion. There's no such thing. You can make up your own mind, but first, hear me out. Let's explore. Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And if you're into video format, we are on YouTube. You can also connect with and follow the Results Matter podcast on social media. We'll throw some links to help you find us down in the show notes. Let's talk business. Here we go. The term work-life balance has become an overused popular phrase and a supposedly sought-after desire of job seekers and employees. On the other side, many employers now boast work-life balance as a proud offering and a benefit. Many employees and employers alike proclaim that the benefit of work-life balance is up there with health insurance and 401k, or maybe to some, it's even seen as more valuable. Maybe this is just something being said because it sounds like the right thing to say. Hmm. Maybe we should dig a little deeper into this concept and see what's really going on. You know, it's pretty hard to fault someone for wanting to have enough time set aside for their family. Okay. It's ridiculous to think people should have to work 60, 70, or 80 hours a week. Okay. Who in their right mind would suggest all work and no play? With technology having become what it is, staying connected around the clock can't possibly be good for us. Okay, fair enough. So why then do I think that work-life balance concept is mostly BS, an illusion? And what do I suggest as an alternative? Great questions. You know, compartmentalizing work and life as two totally separate realms is in and of itself removing balance and harmony from one's life. I would argue that there's a better way. I believe a more fulfilling journey can be had by looking at the whole person and not separating the work person over here and the personal person over there. I tend to think work-life balance is a myth. Some are better at compartmentalizing these two areas of their life. Wait, what? Work is part of our life and life is part of our life? Interesting. Let's keep going. So as I was saying, Some are better at compartmentalizing these two areas of their life. Maybe it's their personality, their circumstances, um, specific profession that makes it possible or makes it easier. But can anyone really separate their work life and their personal life? And even if we could, which I don't believe is actually possible, but even if we could, should we even try? Should that be the goal? When we have things going on at home, good or bad, we take that to work with us, and it absolutely impacts our work. We may focus on the task at hand, but it's still there. When there's stuff going on at work, good or bad, we take it home with us. We may set it aside when we're spending time with our families, but it's still there. If we're successful and we're fulfilled at work, it can benefit us in positive ways at home. Similarly, if we're successful and fulfilled at home, Whatever that means for each of us, we're going to be a lot more valuable at work. 
which will make us more successful at work, which will continue the circle and make us more successful at home. Do you see how that works? If balance is really what we're after, then we need to understand that each person is only one person. We have only one life, and everything about us is part of it. Work-life balance, then, is a myth, or, set as a more catchy uh, podcast episode title, it's an illusion. Look, we need to look at the whole person, whether we're talking about ourselves or, in a business sense, our employees. This, this is why it would behoove business leaders to consider the whole person when looking at their employees. You know, the culture, the atmosphere, and conditions at work go home with our people when their shift is over. When our business becomes short-staffed, the additional workload, the longer hours, the pressure, the stress, all of that goes home at night with our people. Our people only have 168 hours in their week just like us. The extra hours they give us or put towards their career have to come from somewhere. Now you might not agree in principle that this is ideal, but most people are at least partially identified by their career, their work, their profession. People will often say that their work doesn't define them. And I get the point they're trying to make, but what they're really trying to express is that their work uh, I'm sorry, what they're really trying to express is that there is so much more to them than being a truck driver, being a landscaper, a pilot, a bartender, a manager, an accountant, or whatever. And they're right. There is a lot more to a person than their profession. There's more to a person than only their profession, but they're not different or separate from their profession, regardless if we're talking about a business owner, a manager, a salesperson, or an entry-level associate. We are not defined only by our profession, but we are defined by our profession. When, when we're introduced to someone new, uh, what's usually one of the first things we ask? So, Jim, what do you do? And some typical responses often go something like this. I work for a landscape company. I'm a dentist. I'm a waiter at Red Lobster. I own a roofing company. I'm a student. You see, we are defined by our profession, but not entirely. We spend a third or more of our hours working. And for many, more than half of our waking hours are spent on work. We often spend more time with our coworkers than our families. So I would say, yeah, we are kind of defined by our profession, don't you think? Unfortunately, many employers fail to recognize the whole person reality. Employers often only see the work version of their people. An employer's perspective might view what goes on in their people's lives when they're not at work as none of their business, not their concern, and not their problem. As long as they get to work on time and put in sufficient effort, we're happy, right? Well, it would be right if we were working with people who had uh, two, two entirely different lives. We're two entirely different people. A person who has a work life over here and a personal life over there. But the truth is, employees, just like their leaders, have only one life. So what does it mean to take a whole person uh, alternative approach 
to the more traditionally cited work-life balance? Well, it starts with acknowledging that humans don't change identities when they leave work. Stress, worry, changes, challenges, successes, failures, uh, workplace safety, our company culture, advancement opportunities, their perceived level of impact and significance, and how they see themselves in the future version of our organization, all of this and more goes home with the individual every single day. Similarly, employees bring their health concerns, family issues, their money troubles, fights with their spouse, divorce, breakups, substance abuse, alcoholism, sleepless nights, their good habits, their bad habits, legal troubles, political views, religious beliefs, their kids' sports, kids' grades in school, a death in the family, this weekend's graduation party, the books that they read, the TV shows that they watch, their education, their depression, their anxiety, their mental health, they bring all of that to work with them every single day. We all absolutely need a life that's in balance. Part of our life is our chosen work, and other parts of our life include our family, our friends, our hobbies, our health, our spirituality, our personal growth, our finances, our interests and curiosities, our doubts, our ambitions, our past and our future. Look, we are only one person. We're one whole person. I believe that when we try to create balance through compartmentalizing the different areas of our life, we do just the opposite of balance. We throw everything out of balance. You see, the different areas of our lives are interdependent and subject to causation and correlation. For example, our health, both mentally and physically, absolutely affects our capability to succeed at work. And in employer language, we would say one, one's health absolutely affects their performance and effectiveness at work. The work pieces drive the financial piece, right? Which can have great impact on the family piece, as well as just about all the others within our lives. Hobbies, leisure activities, um, all of this ultimately, um, you know, our mental health, all of this uh, feet are fed in large part by what we do. There's nothing wrong with disconnecting a lot or a little away from work. In fact, I'm an advocate for being as present as possible at all times. That's something most of us could actually do a better job of, being present. So what's the point? I guess my challenge for you is to rethink work-life balance. I challenge you to consider thinking about work-life balance with respect to the whole person, whether we're talking about you or your employees. Balance should be the goal, absolutely. But I suggest attempting balance through the different aspects of one's life, working in unison, not being compartmentalized and held separate from one another. The various areas of our life are inter interdependent, okay? There's causation, there's correlation. We don't have a choice, that's how it works. We can use this interdependence to our benefit to drive desirable results, or we can try to fight it and we'll lose. Remember, 
this interdependent and non-compartmentalized balance when you're building the life you want. You got to remember. And if you have employees, remember you're dealing with whole people who need to be well-balanced to be successful and effective um, for themselves and for you. They want to be as effective and successful as they can possibly be. And when they are, that's a win-win, right? What do you think? Is balance achieved through the whole person approach as I'm suggesting? Or would folks be better off seeking balance through putting work over here and the rest of their life over there? If you're enjoying the podcast on YouTube, you can throw your thoughts and opinions down in the comment section. Uh, Go ahead and hit like and subscribe. Hit those buttons while you're at it. It would be a big help. If you're listening on Apple, Google, Spotify, or some other podcast platform, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can also comment with your opinion on this topic. You know, I enjoy reading different perspectives and would really love to know your opinion on this topic. The Results Matter Podcast is a production of Vori's Business Solutions. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, check out Vori'sBusiness.com for products, services, and solutions designed to give you and your business an unfair advantage. Sign up for email and stay in touch on social media. You'll find all these links in the show notes. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today for the Results Matter Podcast.